It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz sweep the series from the Boston Celtics with a dominating 20-point blowout that becomes 12 by the end. What did the Jazz do so well offensively? Where was the defense that was so great? Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. And what does this mean for the rest of the road trip? It's all coming up on Postcast. Today's edition of Postcast is brought to you by The Store. Get all your holiday shopping done at The Store at 6200 South, 20 of East, including your Thanksgiving turkey purchases. Get those calls in now for next week. All right, Ron, the Utah Jazz win by 20. I'm going to – what is your thought? Well, my thought was – Okay, uh, by the way, they won by 12, but they were yeah, up by 20. Up by, up by 20, yeah. My thought on the game was the fact that the Jazz moved the ball a lot better than they moved it last night. And regardless of where you're making shots or not, you give yourself a chance to open shot that you, that you want to get out of your offense. I thought they did a great job of that tonight. And then uh, the defense obviously stepped in and a, a very good job there. Now, the Boston Celtics, they miss a lot of shots, you know, like the Jazz did last night. But, you know, the fact of the matter is the Jazz gave themselves a, a, a chance to win strictly, I thought, by just moving their bodies and moving the basketball. Jazz, uh, the Celtics shot 5 at 33. All right, Ron, so they moved the ball better. Rudy Gobert postgame said they were switching everything 1 through 5. That, that. that was the big thing that they were doing uh, for the Jazz. Now, Philadelphia wasn't. They were dropping their big, so you're driving into a crowd. Is this a case right now that if you switch, the Jazz have a pretty good answer. They played well against Houston, who does that. They played well against New Orleans, who did that. And they, they, if you're a drop big team, which is Dallas, Memphis, some of those, the Jazz struggle more with that style of team. Well, because I think some of the Jazz players try to still get all the way to the basket there. And, and uh, as you say, you know, a lot of times those two-pointers, those mid-range shots aren't, you know, good shots. But in a case like that, it becomes a good shot, and, and especially if you're, if you're making them. Uh, I thought that... Brown, Jalen Brown, really made some big mistakes tonight. When they were switched, one through five, Rudy rolling to the basket, Derek Favors rolling to the basket, and, and, and I thought Jalen Brown was just not engaged and just didn't get the job done on the backside. I mean, the Celtics have got a problem that they got too many guys and they aren't getting enough shots, and that leads to them not being engaged. From a Jazz standpoint tonight, the thing that jumps out to me the most about tonight compared to other nights, Ron, point guard play. 
Ricky Rubio came out in that third quarter, was just fabulous, and Dante Exum had a great game tonight. That That is the best 48 minutes of point guard play the Jazz have had all season. Yeah, you, you're looking at Dante. What did he have? Three assists and six, uh, two assists there for Rubio. Now, that doesn't tell the story. The story is the fact that they were breaking the paint, and they were getting the Celtics scrambling defensively, and then you got guys that can knock down shots. The Jazz only ended up shooting 45%. But they were, in, the, in those middle quarters, they were, what, 56% there in that first quarter, strictly because of the way they were moving the basketball. Jazz defense is probably the story. First quarter, they had a defensive rating of 77. Second quarter, 92. Third quarter, 86. And by the end of the night, they had a defensive rating of a 90. That is elite. The best of the league average, about a 107, 108. Boston came in as the best defense in the league at about 102. So defensively, how are the Jazz better tonight? Well, they protected the, the, the basket, first of all. But it, it, they just made the Celtics take the shots that they wanted them to take. Um, and then they weren't shooting the basketball well. You know, there's a way, I, I think, that the Jazz and, and a lot of teams would like to do. They know what, when, when, they're, when they're doing their defense, they know what players their opponents are at on the floor all the, you know, at certain times. So in this case, Jalen Brown, for instance, they know that, that running the pick and roll on the right side and the way they, the, their offense is struck, Jalen Brown was going to be on the weak side of the floor. So if you're going to give up a shot, that's who you want to give it up to, Jalen Brown, because he's not a very good outside shooter. As you mentioned, they're not a very good outside shooting team anyway. So if you're going to give up any open looks, they, the Jazz, you know, a lot of teams can pick and choose where they want to shoot the ball. All right, before we wrap this up, we got to talk about the play of the night. Donovan Mitchell chased down Gordon Hayward, symbolic of what he's done for the love of Utah fans. Well, I, I think the Utah fans really like that play. A lot of them probably jumped up off the couch, huh? Screaming, yeah. They loved it. I loved it. It was pretty sweet. Jazz win in Boston, a great one for the Jazz. They blow out the Celtics. They go to two and two on the road trip. We'll be in Indiana on Monday. Empty the noggin will be late tonight. We'll have that for you, uh, as well as Jazz Game Rewind, all coming up on LockedOnJazz.net. Thank you very much. Hi, guys. This is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.